welcome, welcome, welcome to Cheers from the Press Box. I'm your host, Headphone Joe, but I'm here with my co-host, as always. What's up, everybody? Brennan Tassif. May the fourth be with you. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. Uh, Speaking of the galaxy. A little sluggish this morning. Super sluggish. Speaking of a galaxy far, far away, we got sports. Oh, we got sports coming at you. NBA playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs. They're in full swing. We had the NFL draft this past weekend. Me and Brennan have assumed we're going to have a couple uh, thoughts and opinions on that. Um, So, yeah, let's get right to it. Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Brennan, yes, we are now officially 100% out of the first round of the NBA playoffs. Yeah, we are. On to the second round. The Celtics were able to uh, get a, get over those pesky Hawks. The 76ers, you know, dealt with Brooklyn very quickly. Um, but Embiid suffered an injury in that series. And uh, strain of missed, his LCL in his knee. Missed game one, came back for game two. The series is split. They won the game without him. James Harden reverted back to a form that we hadn't seen in quite some time uh, to win that first game. But uh, after Embiid gets uh, the MVP trophy, he then goes on to lose by nearly 30 points, just about 30 points, roughly 30 points. Yeah, it was, yeah. Um. So, yeah, Brett, what what do you think the outcome of the series will be? What have you observed so far? Um, give us your give us your thoughts. Uh, so it's interesting with Embiid being out. I thought for sure the Celtics would dominate. They're at home. They've got more size with Embiid not playing. And then, like you said, Harden played incredibly well in Game One. Uh, almost some would I think some would argue. Some scholars would argue he played almost like a man possessed. Hmm. I think um, the scholars would say that. And then, uh, and then the Game Two, Embiid comes back and he doesn't look like himself. Obviously, they lose. What was the final score? They lose 81 to 127. Uh, man, you got that confused. 121 to 87. Yeah, 87. <laughs> there we go. Um, 34 points. I did the math. God, that's a blowout. And then the Celtics only lost that first game uh, by four. Uh, and Harden, like you said, 45 points, six assists in that first game. And then I don't, I think Boston wins the series. I think they've got too much size. I think. The Celtics are too big, and I think Harden has shown us what he does in the playoffs. Um, I think it's funny <clears throat> that they actually lost with Embiid. Uh, Embiid being there actually worked more so to the Celtics' benefit because it provided a little more structure in how they want to defend this team. Um, without Embiid out there, there's a bunch of guards, a center you didn't have to focus on. Kind of neutralized the addition by impact. subtraction. Yeah, yeah it kind of neutralized the impact of uh, Reggie Williams and Al Horford because they could kind of get ran off the field. In the second game, Tatum obviously had a less than stellar game. He was awful, you can say. He had four fouls, played only 19 minutes, um, one for seven from the field. But Jalen was able to get off. Malcolm Brogdon, who they brought in for nights like this, uh, was able to get his. Um, 
so yeah, they were able to do a lot still. Brogdon was six from ten from three. Jeez. Yeah, at one point I looked up and I was like, I think they're hitting every three they attempt. Um they hit well, twenty threes. In game what was it, game one? Jalen Brown was eight of ten, but just wasn't taking shots. Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean he was shooting eighty percent, but he just wasn't shooting. He did they just yeah. like you know, he played forty four minutes and only had ten shots. So Yeah, damn. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't was cooking though. I would say. Uh well and it's good that Brock's back because yeah, yeah, yeah. He had 39 points in that game. Yeah. And then this last game, Jalen Brown, Seven. the high was 25. How do you crazy. win? How do you win by crazy. this many points and the high is only 25? That's crazy. Um, Out there looking <clears throat> like doom. Crazy with that mess. I'm shocked. He's I love how he went all black. That's. Uh, but yeah, so I think I think Boston is going to win this series. Um I've never had any actual faith in the Sixers in the postseason. Never. Uh, I think Boston has. Uh, it's weird to say this because they lost the first game. Also, I think Boston has this weird thing where if they play your team without your best player in, they kind of lose that game. But if you're at full strength, they win. It's very yeah. odd. It's something we saw during the regular season. But um, I think Boston. It's just a more talented team. It's a deeper team. Um, when everything is structured correctly, they can match up pretty well with them. Um, so, yeah, I think Boston's going to end up getting this in six or seven, end it back in Boston. <laughs> but I think this is going to be a very good series, very tightly contested. I just think Embiid's injury. Um, I think I would, I, I think I'm with Wilbon. Uh, to make our first PTI reference, hmm. I think I would have gone the way of the the Miami Heat and sat uh, Joel Embiid Joe. for Game Two to let him b- come back at full strength, because now the next game is what in Saturday. Yep. Yeah. So like they don't have a ton of time for rest at this point. Th- this series. Because it started so much later, their games are pretty much back to back to back to back every other day, every third day. Um, Scratch that. Not- Friday, tomorrow. Oh shoot! Okay, yeah. so they got Friday then Sunday. It's every two days because yeah. it's uh, the next round. So yeah, I'm about to say so. Like the Nuggets, the Nuggets were able to get like three days off because them and the. Phoenix were they finished their first round series early, so they started early, so then they get blowed out. I think is an the term we're looking extended for. day of rest. <laughs> so just yeah, because of how the scheduling is set up, that's the other thing too. Is that uh, I think I between the injury to Embiid and the Harden that we all know, as my old uh, one of my old history professors used to say, if history has taught us anything, it's a virtual certainty. James Harden will lay an egg in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, it's good for a good game every now and again, but two for 14? I mean, gosh. Well, and this is the same that we talked about with Westbrook in the, the first round is, is, yes, we understand him, LeBron, some of these guys can still turn it on, but this isn't 10 years ago. Like, they're not going to do it consistently night in and night out, so you have to pick and choose your spots. And that's what we were talking about before with the Harden situation is if he is going to turn it on, He's going to have to pick and choose. Same thing with the, your very good friend, Chris uh, Paul. Like, 
if he's going to, I mean, now he's hurt, but it, we were saying in the playoffs, he's not going to be able to go full bore, but he's going to have to We could have predicted that injury, but we'll get to that much, yeah, we'll much later. Uh, Brendan, I have not heard you say who you have winning the series. Boston, Boston in six. All right. Had to hold your feet to the fire, guy. Just saying. Moving on. Oh, if you asked uh, FanDuel, it's Boston in six. FanDuel, proud sponsor. Cheers from the press. Uh, Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text I hate that part. Jesus Christ. That part of those commercials, I'm like, yo, if we have to say this. It takes four clicks, dude. I'm like, if we have to say this, should we be doing this? <laughs> like, right. damn. If you're in Indianapolis, hit call 411. But if you're in Virginia, you got to call 811. It's like, also, also, I think alcohol has destroyed more lives than gambling. Why? And they don't have to put that at the end of any yeah. of the fucking Why is it for beer commercials? You just have to throw in, please drink, drink responsibly. responsibly. Please gamble what? responsibly. Yeah, I was like, gamble responsibly. Not, if you have a gambling problem, if you have a drinking problem, call this number, this number. You're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> weird. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. I already played the drop. So, the Knicks and the Heat, Brett. The Knickerbockers. Uh, so much to game. say about Dangerous this. game. Um, so, the Heat were able to capture game one uh, when Julius Randle was out. Um, in a big bad way, as Brandon would like to say. Even though, despite the fact that Jimmy Butler got hurt um, in Game Two, the Knicks were able to capture it with the return of uh, Julius Randle. But Jimmy Butler, like I already said, sat out that game. So Brennan, the tale of two games, the tale of two injuries, the tale of two stars. If you want to, if you want to, you know, we're gonna put find both of them. It's all he's been all twice, like twice now, I think. So yeah, that's I'll, I'll put him up there. Um, so Brennan, what do you think is the fate of this series, and who do you think will come out on the other side? I'm fascinated by Eric Spolstra and the job that he has done. Jimmy buckets the the heater winning this series because we saw what happened. Butler's in the game; they steal the first one at home. Or excuse me, with the Knicks home in the Garden. Um, then they can rest Jimmy. And I saw that game. It was much closer than the final score dictated. That game was like a one or two possession game the whole time. And Miami didn't have their best player. Some would say the straw that stirs the drink. I know that's what I would say. Um, so I have Miami winning the series. They're going to go home. They'll probably split at home. And then I think Miami ends up winning in seven. I don't think it's going to be easy because Miami doesn't have anyone. I mean, we've talked about this before. Bam and Lowry are going to have to have some games because Jimmy can't do it all by himself, but I feel like the Knicks aren't the kind of team where it's going to actually matter. Like, I don't think they're a strong enough team to for it to make a difference. I think Miami, even all the shit I talked about Miami all year long, I think they're better than the Knicks, right? It's the Knicks, right? It's the Knicks. Um... <clears throat> I think our best, I think the best comp for this series uh, lays in a, lies in another sport. Follow me. Come on, you guys. Follow me on this audio journey. Uh, the Heat, a number eight seed. Kind of confusing being that last year they were a one seed. But despite that eight seed uh, demarcation, they were able to get past 
this year's one seed and shock the world. A team that everybody thought was going to win it all because how could they not? The Heat took care of them. They went to their, the next opponent's home arena and stole a game, grabbed it, grabbed them by the scruff of their neck and said, hey, you see this? I know you want this. Give me that. Um, so, yeah, if you can't figure out that, uh, that, that comp, we'll get to it later. Uh, so, yeah, I think um, the Heat are going to win this series in no, six. I just That just clicked. That just, just clicked, clicked for you? Yeah. Uh, I think the Heat. I looked at the rundown and I was like, oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch. I think the Heat are going to win this in six, if not five again. Uh, wow. It all so depends. The utmost confidence. All depends on Jimmy's health. Um, I believe the next game is not until Saturday. So Jimmy yeah, will have effectively like. Nearly a week off from Sunday to Saturday. Uh, so, as you said, this game, this second game was tooth and nail close. It was yeah. so close. A couple of uh, Scott Foster calls away from being a Miami Heat victory, actually, on the road. Uh, and I got to say, Nick fans, <laughs> Nick fans are, look, I know people say like they're very passionate. They love the game. They're some of the smartest people. They're also wildly delusional. Yes. Yes. I live here 100%. And it's sad because the garden was rocking yeah. for this game too. And y'all almost lost to undrafted Gabe Vincent and Caleb Martin. And y'all were getting so hyped for every shot y'all were hitting to get an inch away from those two guys. Like, quick, that should have been Vincent, a depressing 41, win. Gabe Vincent, 41 minutes, 21 points. Caleb Martin, 38 minutes, 22 points. That that was a depressing. That should have been a deflating victory. That's a, wow, we stole one to not get embarrassed. Also, <laughs> Josh Hart. Like, for the Knicks, this is like, I mean, you've got guys on this team. Like, it's one thing to be an undrafted player or, like, drafted later, and then you're on the team that drafted you, and they they bring you up. Like, Eric Spolster is a great coach. We know that. But the Knicks is made up of players that are, and all, all due respect to Jalen Brunson, it's made up of players that were basically casts off from other teams. You know, throw-ins uh, and trades. Randall, not, not, Brunson. Not well, not no, even, I'm, no, no, not trades, both of those guys like, signed on their own volition, but they were not. What I mean is like that. They, they were not retained by to the be team retained there. by the team that drafted them or um, they were at before hard. Randall's situation is a little different. Why couldn't you just agree with me on this? Yeah, I can't agree with you on everything, but Randall's situation is a little different. He was he was not a he, part of he was a part the of the trade. Davis. Yes. He was Anthony Davis. Mm hmm. No, he wasn't at the Lakers by the time LeBron got there. He was way gone. I was like, we got to look at Julius Randle's path to New Orleans because he ends up on New Orleans, which would assume it feels like he was a part of that trade. But I don't think he's on the Lakers by the time LeBron gets there. That just doesn't compute to me. Um, Yeah, that just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. Uh, Lakers, two thousand fourteen to two thousand and eighteen. So he was there the last four year, year deal. 
Yeah, the the year LeBron got because LeBron got there the year before AD did. Remember, and they were like garbage. Yeah, and then so he was there because Lakers he won nineteen twenty. Yeah, LeBron oh. got there seventeen eighteen. Seventeen eighteen. I'm sorry, eighteen nineteen. LeBron loses the. LeBron loses the finals in 18. Yeah, I guess 19 Golden State. He goes. So then he leaves Cleveland and gets to LA 19, 18, 19. Okay. Because 1920 so is the bubble are year. there. And oh, then wow. 1920 is when they win. So he was so there he was with a LeBron. part of the trade. And LeBron got rid of him for Anthony Davis. That's crazy. So you're basically telling me Julius Randle's not as good as Anthony Davis. Cast off. Just like I said. Yeah. No. Come on. But but hold on, but I'm saying he got to the Knicks on his own blitz. He then went yeah. and had like a monstrous season in New Orleans for the rest of that year and then makes his way over to New York. Um, Jalen Brunson, the Mavs lowballed him, and then by the time they tried to give him an actual offer, it was like, yo, I'm already out of here, my guy. Uh, so that's that. Josh Hart. Bounce around, kind of. But outside of that, I mean, Mitchell Robinson is their guy. RJ Barrett's their guy. Obi Toppin, Harris. Apparently, he wasn't in the trade. That's what I was. I don't think he was in the trade. He was there with LeBron, but on July 2nd, 2018, so this would have been right after LeBron got there, the Lakers renounced their rights to Randall. Okay, so they didn't pick up the fourth year op. They didn't didn't make him a restricted free agent. No, they completely renounced their rights. So then he signed with the Pelicans. Crushed it with the Pelicans and then became a Knickerbocker. Boom! Look at that. You, so, they couldn't yeah, bring him back right. because they had LeBron. They were trying to sign LeBron. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. God, that's crazy. And I'm not going to fault anybody for not being LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. What, what are we doing here? But, um, so, yeah. The Knicks, the Knicks are... Uh, the Knicks... They need more. I mean... As, we say it as, all the time. They are who as we thought they were. well as uh, their big three, quote unquote, played, um, twenty five from Randall, thirty from Brunson, twenty four from Barrett. They beat. Let me read the names: Kevin Love, far past his prime; Caleb Martin, Bam out of Bayou, uh, Gabe Vincent, and Max Struess. And that Bam out of Bayou is not the same Bam out of Bayou from two years ago. That's not the same player we're talking about. I mean, it is the same player. It is. No, I, I don't know what Bam is anymore. I'm so confused. Remember um, when he was like all NBA center, and we were like, "Wow, this guy's legit." And I have no idea what Bam is anymore. Um, and they lost that game. They won that game. Knicks won that game by a total of six points. And they, sh- it, it wasn't really six points. It, it was, was really like two points. Yeah, really like four points. There was like thirty five. Really, seconds if left that and they were up by two look, points, what was the score, and what would have been the score if? Uh, they called the shot that hit the rim that they said didn't hit the rim was a shot clock violation. What would the score have been? You at know, that we can't point? play this game. You start pulling at that thread, you got to pull out a bunch. I know. Of I'm, I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering. It was later in the game. It was yeah. It's when the heat. The heat. I think it would have been heat by heat tied or heat by two. I think it would have been tied or he would have been down like one. Okay, I'm trying to find it. It was, I don't even know how you would go about looking that up. Play by play, look for shot clock violation. Uh-huh. Okay, I got a control find here. I was just about to say that. So while Joe's doing this, a couple of things I do want to mention. The New York Knickerbockers fans are 
they're great people. Some of them are my friends, but like Joe hit it on the head. Delusional. Delusional. He lost the game to Caleb Martin. Joe, who was Caleb Martin drafted by? That's right. No one. No one. Where are you going? Nowhere. Went to Nevada, 65205. He's a heat culture guy. You can tell, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Supreme culture guy. Bam out of Bayou. Minus Okay, nine. shot clock turnover. I'm like, damn, it's not called violation. Uh, it was three minutes left, and the rebound was by Gabe Vincent. He put it back up. That would have made it a one-point game with three minutes left. They don't get that. Goes the other way, and the Knicks make a two. So a four-point swing right there. Yeah. Four-point swing. Miami's got this. Miami's got it. I mean, the one thing I will say is I'm very happy for Jalen Brunson. Uh, he was second fiddle to uh, Luca in Dallas. They basically let him go. Yeah, they let him walk. With him. It wasn't it wasn't a supreme amount of money that he was asking for, and they let him walk. And now he's really been the 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 guy in New York, which is awesome for him because I I like to see these I like to see athletes succeed, especially when they're in situations where. Everyone's telling them how they're they're good, but they're not as good as so and so. I love it when they leave and go somewhere else and then just start to dominate. So other you know, I I do think the Knicks are gonna lose this. And even if they won this series, they're gonna lose the next round anyway. But I just I, I think it's cool to see Jalen Brunson doing what he's doing. Yeah. I just think there I think the Knicks are all waking up in cold sweats um tonight, tomorrow, and on Sunday on Saturday. Yeah. Because they know. Buckets Playoff is Jimmy is coming. Buckets is coming. Ah, a series that's going to be a cakewalk that I mean, do we even need to discuss at this point? Yeah, it's going to be a sweep. <laughs> Talking about the Joe's Denver Nuggets. Uh, the Denver Nuggets, they are up 2-1. Brent, it's almost like I predicted every detail of this series. 2-1, they're up 2-0. 2-0, sorry, I said 2-1. I tried to give them one, I'm sorry. I tried. I was like panicking. I was like, (laughs) did they play next? Did I miss a game? Tried to give them a free But, um, yeah, the Nuggets are up 2-1. First game they won by two tanks. I'm always sorry. <laughs> um, I did the same thing. Uh, I did the same thing after the um, when the Florida Panthers won Game Two against uh, the Bruins. I was talking to Anderson the next day. I was like, "Yeah, we're two one on in the series." He's like, two one. What are you talking? Yeah, it was one was game. Playing. I was like, felt like two games. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it felt like we won two getting that one win. But uh, yeah, the Nuggets are up two zero uh, on the Phoenix Suns. Um, look, I, I'm I'm a clear out. ISO ISO kind of like the the Suns keep doing. I told you all. All right, I told you all. I'll pull it up in my group chat. I told you all. I detailed it, outlined it, personified it. Lived it, breathed it, ate it. All right. For this, in order for the Suns to win, both Kevin Durant and Devin Booker would have to score thirty-five 
points plus. They'd have to account for 70 plus points. Because you know who ain't going to do it? A Kogi. Not covering anybody, not stopping anybody, not not you're nothing to me. Chris Paul, I said they would put him in pick and roll action. Nearly 40-year-old legs. It was going to tire him out. Something was going to fold. Soft tissue injury. It's been a hell of a career. Aiton, I told everybody. I told everybody. Jokic was going to have you for breakfast. For breakfast. Lunch and dinner. Midnight snack. Fourth meal. Tory Craig wasn't going to do anything. Wasn't going to be able to contribute in this series. Everybody told me how Devin Booker going crazy, going off. Yeah, no doubt. Playing against the likes of Eric Gordon, Terrence Mann, and whatnot. Yeah, he can have 40 a night. He can have 30 a night. I don't care. He's getting 30 the hard way. The difference between these two teams and the difference in this series is going to be the fact that their two best guys, you know what they love doing, Brennan? What do they love doing? They love going out and getting the hard two. They love getting a mid-range, fadeaway, step-back, jumper-in-your-eye, too. You know what that accounts for? Two. Counts for two. Just two. And then when we go on the other side, and mind you, we didn't even shoot well in this game whatsoever. This was, the, uh, the, arrow, this was a bad game from us. We were 7 of 27 in game two. They were 6 of 31. No, we did, though. I would say this was the game for them to steal. Yeah, and then can I also point out, you guys are not known for your defensive prowess and to hold the Suns with all their offensive weapons to 87 points. A lot of people say that. And so a lot of people say you're not known for it. But a lot of people... A lot of people, I also contend, a lot of people don't watch the Nuggets, actually. That's true. <laughs> um, a lot of people say that. A lot of people think that. But the Nuggets, in the last five minutes of the season, in the season stat, in the last five minutes, we had the number one defensive rating. Oh, really? We are like a very good defensive team. But it is extrapolated throughout an entire season. You know, we don't have the quote-unquote... It's really our best player isn't a defensive stopper compared to Joel Embiid, compared to Giannis, like the other two guys up for MVP. Like, yo, we don't have the defensive guy. But Aaron Gordon, way more than capable defender. KCP, way more than capable defender. Bruce Brown, way more than capable defender. Bruce Brown, I'd say, is the guy. He's the one that's known it's for It's really KCP. Guys. It's KCP. Is it? I would say, but Bruce Bruce is going to give you, you know where Bruce went to college? Oh, the U. I should have known. Oh, man. Come on. But, um, no. So, if we're, if this series is going to just end up being trading one, two for two for threes, like, in game one, we made 16. 
they made seven. In game two, we made seven. They made six. Um, and Jokic is just gonna he's just gonna devour. He's very good. He's very very good at this game. Like he had twenty four and nineteen in the first game. He had thirty nine and sixteen in the second game. Both games five assists to pop. Jamal was able know. to get loose in game one. Jamal had a terrible game in game two, and they still couldn't beat us. Brennan, you want to know how much their bench scored in game two? How much did their bench score? Four points. Wait, you're telling me the Phoenix Suns bench only scored four points in the game two? The entire Phoenix bench. You want to know how much they scored at the half? Nothing. Two. Okay. You know how they got that second two in the second half? How? Free throws? No. Chris Paul got hurt. They had to bring in somebody off the bench who eventually scored. <laughs> Tell some, somebody to get mad at HBO on the phone, man. We're going to need a better bench than this to make it through the finals. To make so, it yeah. The finals. I said, after game one, I said, go, going into the series, I said Nuggets in six. All right. After game one, I said Nuggets in five. After game two. You're going to take Nuggets in four? You're going to take the sweep? I mean, they did it to us a couple years ago. I might try. I'd love I to do it back the to nuggets. them. Because in the, what was it, the bubble year or the year after, I, I took the Nuggets a bunch on FanDuel. And I think it was won, the bubble year. Yeah, I won a bunch of money on the Nuggets, thanks to you. So, uh, Yeah, the Nuggets have this. this is and the year, the year when they swept us, that was the year when That's Jamal when sustained the injury. Yeah. So. Yeah, we've been doing this show a while. I'll say Nuggets in five. I'll, until it happens, I won't say it, but I'll say Nuggets in five. I think Kevin Durant and Devin Booker are immensely talented players. They'll put forth a, a, a Herculean a valiant, effort valiant and, effort. Uh, and grab one at the very minimum. But if they don't grab game three. You don't think of that whole concept back against the wall. Here we go. We have to win game four. It's going to look. If they don't win game three, I don't know, man. I think the Nuggets are going to remember all the shit that was talked when they lost in four and we didn't have our full roster and they were out there talking a lot of cash shit. Devin Booker already talking cash shit in this series while he's getting his ass kicked. So I don't know. They're probably going to want to step on their throats and get these guys up out of here. Take a couple days rest. Let the Heat and Warriors, let the Heat and Warriors, let the Lakers and the Warriors go 30 games uh, slugfest, and we'll just pick up the carcass, eat that, and then head on to the finals. I'm just saying, Nuggets headed to the finals. I said that a long time ago. This is our you year. Did. You had that. And with the Bucks out, we're winning the entire thing. This is our year. Just going to end it on that. Brennan, we have a series for the ages. I actually put it wrong. Yep. It's uh, Lakers won, Golden State nil. Lakers won, Golden State oh. Uh, Brennan, did you watch this game? How did you watch this game? Any thoughts? I didn't watch the game. I heard it was probably the best game of the entire playoffs, so now I feel like an idiot. I will watch the game tonight. Um, I... So a couple things I wanted to touch on since we haven't talked uh, and we're a day late on this. Um, I believe I had that with Golden State. Everyone can kiss my ass. I knew that they were going to pull it out. I had no, no doubt. You knew Steph ever. Curry was just going to go 50 points crazy. I had no doubts at any point ever. Never, ever doubted my Golden State pick. Um, I don't know, man. It's weird because the Lakers, 
like we were saying earlier with Harden, the Lakers can turn it on, man. And when Davis is right, you could tell within the first two minutes of the game if Davis is playing or not. You know what I mean? Like if he's playing. And if Davis is right and LeBron is playing well, which he normally is, it's it seems like this team is impossible to beat. But then they've got the Splash Brothers on the other side. So it's really... And Draymond, they don't have anyone that can slow down AD. So you're going to have to hope no. that AD gets in <laughs> they his own do way. <laughs> but you know, AD's going to have that game too where he has like 12 points and like but the seven, thing is, seven he boards. He just needs to like, have four good ones. Yep, you're absolutely right. He just needs four. <laughs> doesn't need all seven. He just needs four. So. I was like, you don't have to. That's the thing with a series. Like, yeah, you'd love seven games of, you know, pure heat, pure gas, but... You only really need to win four of them. So if you can, you still one on the road, game one, perfect. Let's not, we can either, we're going to jump out. We're going to give our best effort to try to take two on the road. But if we see Steph Curry, you know, decides he wants to go, uh, go crazy, pack it in. See you back in LA. Nice little, uh, would that be a Sunday game? Probably I'd say, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no. Uh the Lakers the Lakers are uniquely equipped to beat the Warriors, but also the Warriors are uniquely equipped to beat anybody at any given moment at a drop of a dime. Um the reason I say the Lakers are uniquely equipped uh like you said Draymond, Kevin Looney, they can put Fourth, their best efforts, but they can't do anything with Anthony Davis if Anthony Davis decides he wants to go ballistic. And if LeBron decides, hey, I'm putting my head down, I'm going to the basket, they really can't do nothing with that. They can't guard that. No way, no how. Um, all they can do is foul, and foul they did. The Lakers yeah. got to the line 29 times. That's because at a certain point, it was, hey, let's not settle for all the shots. Let's actually try to, you know, bang and clang, uh, clanging and banging, baby. Banging and banging. Um, so that's that. Uh, the Warriors, I think, for the first time ever, three players hit six or more threes in a game with Steph, Clay, and Jordan Poole. Um, Jordan Poole has some of the worst decision making I've ever seen. Um, aside from that three, uh, <laughs> uh, some people say he sometimes he wakes up and he obviously thinks he's Steph Curry. Um, Irrational confidence. Super. And you'd love that. Until it bites you in the hand. Yeah, you need it. And it's one of those things you need it on. All these teams need a guy like that. Uh, but it's just like you said, when it when it's not working, it can be very detrimental yeah. to the health. J.R. Smith the was that with LeBron for a while until he doesn't go up with the rebound and dribbles it out and forces overtime yeah. in a game they could have stole. Who else we got? Dylan Brooks is irrational confidence. J.R. Smith. The league Who is the littered guys? with it. You got to have it. Who was the guy on the Heat? Oh, Mario Chalmers. Mario Chalmers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just start jacking up shots, and you're like, "Whoa!" Somebody's got to have it. Um, but the thing is, so the Lakers got out to a pretty sizable lead in the fourth, but the Warriors made that shrink super fast because they can shoot the lights out. Um, Don't know if you know this. Three's worth more than two. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and they made twenty one of those. And somehow still lost that game. That's crazy. So the reason I think, and the reason actually I'm hoping for the Lakers to win, um, is because if the Warriors lost the game where they went crazy from three, 
I'd have to look at the numbers. I don't know how many times they made 21 threes in a game. But I don't think it's that common. <laughs> so are you saying it's the end of the three ball era if they lose this series? No, I'm not saying it's the end of the three ball era. It's I'm saying if you have people, if you're going to give up free points, allow the Lakers to slow down the game, um, allow the Lakers to double Curry at times and not be punished for it. I've been saying for two years now, this team is the Warriors team. It's not that good. The problem is Steph Curry is all time great. Yeah. <laughs> and Steph Curry has been willing this team really to where they have gotten with his presence, opening up space for everybody else. And then his ability to go and get his, um, so similar to how KD and uh, Devin Booker are going to need Herculean efforts for the Suns to win some games. The Warriors are going to need Steph to provide 35 plus points on a nightly basis because he has to counteract what Anthony Davis is going to give. I would say the, there's going to be zero games the Warriors win if Anthony Davis outscores Steph Curry. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, there's <laughs> you just can't you can't keep doing it. Yeah, it it just mathematically, if Anthony Davis outscores Steph Curry, that's a Laker win. Yeah, that's a serious. That means you either held him or Anthony Davis went crazy. So I have a feeling that uh, the Splash Brothers are going to make a special appearance in game two. They made an appearance. They even brought their cousin in game one. I mean, special appearance. I don't know how more special you can get between the two of them. You're being absurd. <laughs> you're being ridiculous. Um, we can't do the show if you're going to be just totally irrational. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, and I yeah, think I think that was probably the worst game of this series by LeBron. He was one from eight from three. He was nine of twenty four. I think he's only going to have better games. Do you think the inevitable happens? Do you think Anthony Davis goes out with an injury? No. I think he stays healthy this entire time. Really? Yeah. Yeah, well, we've been saying it all year. If they can stay healthy, then they're the best team in the West or one of the best teams in the West. I think he stays healthy. They go play the Nuggets, and the Nuggets avenge the 2020 version of themselves. That would be a really good series. And the 2009 version of themselves. AD versus his Flornis? Yeah, AD versus the Big Honey. What's Uh, AD's nickname? Does AD have a nickname? The Brow. Yeah, I hate that nickname. Uh, <laughs> I have a whole joke about how I wanted a uh, cool nickname. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say I wanted a unibrow. <laughs> no, I just name NBA players because NBA players have the coolest nicknames. The franchise, the answer, the truth. Come I on. I mean, that, was, that was an era. That was an era. I know. Right. We're not going to get a lot of those anymore. That was Shaq just going crazy. Shaq Diesel. and KG going crazy. What was KG's? Um, KG was the franchise, right? Uh, No, no KG was the big ticket. That's it. And then Steve Francis was... Uh, no, Steve Francis was Stevie Franchise. Yeah, Stevie Franchise. Yeah. AI was the answer. Hang on a second. I had to close my blinds because they're doing work outside, and it's weird. Okay. Uh, what was it? Paul Pierce was the truth. Uh, Shaq had like 30 of them. The Big Aristotle. The Big Diesel. Tim Duncan was the Big Fundamental. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, Shaq, Shaq and KG were caning out a lot of those nicknames at that time. 
Um, I love it though. Do you know there's and then a Kobe just reference? took his just when the black took Mamba. His. It's like you got to be a certain crazy to just give yourself a name and then everybody's like, yeah, you got that. <laughs> I remember when he gave himself that nickname. I remember he was doing an interview or something and he was talking about how like <clears throat> he's the most dangerous person on the court. I remember this. And he was like, you, it was like might have been I, an ad. Might have been an I, ad you saw. I might be misremembering, but I, I'm pretty sure he was in an interview said he was like the most dangerous person on the court. Like how the green mamba is like the most venomous snake in the world. He's the black mamba. And then it just stuck. Like he t- called himself that and it just stuck. Well, it sounds like an ad campaign to me. <laughs> Maybe. I can be misremembering. <laughs> uh, <All> right. <clears throat> yeah. This is Golden State needs a miracle to get this win. <clears throat> I don't think they need a miracle. They just need. It's a simple. It's a simple math equation. Steph Curry has to outscore Anthony Davis. Well, that's what I'm saying. But <laughs> like with the way Anthony Davis is playing. Also, speaking of the big honey going against uh, the brow, who's who's doing these videos of of your guy? Like all these goofy videos of him, like with the oh. horse. And like when Big Honey's like doing the thing. Like, oh, the horse thing. one. That's a that's OG. That's when he won. I know won, what I'm uh, saying. Like, how are I think these? he won the MVP on that one. This um, is ridiculous. He races horses. He does like carriage racing in the off season. He has a child, by the way. I didn't know this. Does he? Just found this out. Yeah, he has the a little daughter. It down. Yeah, he has a daughter. I don't know if that's his wife, but has a at least a girlfriend. <laughs> uh, because after game two. Uh, they were leaving the court, and she was pointing to her ring finger. Then he was like, "Yeah," and then he walked off the court. And I was like, "Wait, he has- I thought I, I watched this team like constantly. I follow all their socials. How did I? How did this elude me?" <laughs> He's not a big talker, the Joker. Not a big, the big. Um, oh, but all of those videos are social media. Uh, the social media people getting those, you know, yeah, before the season saying- starts. He's a big goofball. Yeah, that's true. He is. Yeah, I mean, his name I was saying is- a lot of those videos were like from like two, three years ago. Yeah, before he was so, who he was. Yeah. Well, before you get a little older, you know, just. Well, no, and it's also the second thing where it's rigid. like, oh, you're a second round pick, like you're never gonna be exactly. Anything, it's like, like yeah, yeah, oh. do goofy ass shit. And now he's like, I'm a two time MVP. <laughs> he's like, I gotta cool out with some of that shit. He was like, you'll get me every once in a while, but I'm mainly gonna cool out with most of this shit. But, Brendan, it's time for our ad read. That's right now, isn't it? That is right now. You are not ready at all. I didn't even have it pulled up. Completely forgot. Okay. To play like a pro, you need to train like a pro. This is your only chance to train your game with some of the best players on the planet, including Damian Lillard, Chris Paul, DeMar DeRozan, CJ McCollum, De'Aaron Fox, and many more. Pro class is packed with hundreds of drills, workouts, and breakdowns, all specifically designed to skyrocket your skills like Never before. With over 20 signature training systems, you'll craft your shooting, handles, scoring, and athleticism just like All-Stars and future Hall of Famers. And with our special code, you can claim your 50% discount right now before it's too late. So check out the show notes or the pin tweet on Twitter to get instant access and join Pro Class right now. Train like a pro. All right, Brennan, the playoff times, they never stop. We are rolling on to the NHL playoffs. Uh, NHL. Brennan, let's start with uh, your team. 
So Tampa Bay, the Ing. Um, that was the Ning. The Ning. Is that not what I said? I think you just said ing. Uh, so there was a kid that uh, there was a young man who came into the restaurant the other day with uh, his obviously his family's little kid, little kid, and uh, he goes, "Hey, are you a Rangers fan?" And I said, "Actually, I'm from Florida, so I'm a Tampa Bay Lightning fan, which makes me your mortal enemy." And everyone was like, "Ha ha ha ha!" Anyway, I say to say I wanted to say ing, but I felt like saying the ning sounds like I don't know. Sounds like I'm saying something bad. Yeah, it does sound bad. That's it's a weird nickname. I don't know why you yeah, guys that's, adopted yeah. it. <laughs> I was like, so no, I'm a Tampa Bay fan. I'm a fan of the and I went to say it and then I was like, Lightning. <laughs> Cause I was like, I don't feel like I'm allowed to say it. Anyway, the Lightning lose. Losing six. It was a terrible showing. We won the what was that? Game one, seven three or game two, seven three. Yeah. Or no, we won game one, seven three, then we lost game two, seven three, and then they just got out of hand quickly. Uh Vasilevsky could not stop anything it's it seemed like it, it was weird because he's he was so hot last year and the year before and then those two stanley cups like i don't it was just weird to see what happened last year the year before and the year before <laughs> yeah all those years uh because uh, you guys didn't kick this year brennan you didn't save anybody to well, so come out of retirement issues especially with vasilevsky so i i don't know i got nothing else to say well it's, we were talking about this earlier the eight beating the one. This is the biggest thing to happen since the hockey. So this wasn't even the eight beating the one. Uh, no, I'm talking about teasing the next one. The next one? Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, like, Toronto. Toronto did uh, did go six games with you guys. Won the won three of them in the OT, which was huge. Um, and it was the first time they got out of the first round since 2004. So that was. Pretty wicked and wild, um, but wild not stuff. as wild as a team who was the one seed last year, won the President's Trophy, the Biden Trophy, the Biden Cup, uh, and then did not make it past the second round. I think we lost in the second round to those Lightning. Fell to an eighth seed, traded away. Uh, Huberto, who was at that time one of the better players in our franchise's history, traded the Huber dude, brought in Matthew Kachuk. Uh, Matthew Kachuk was known as a um, a very good player, but uh, a player who is known to get under your skin. Somebody you'd love to have on your team, but hate to play against. So it was like, okay, let's see what this guy can do. Uh, fired our coach, who was our interim coach, brought in a man who was a perennial loser um, in the postseason. Okay, it's regular seasons, but not had not done anything in the postseason. And his thing was, yeah, all that nice, beautiful, score a lot of gold hockey. Yeah, we're, we're not doing that no more. We're going to play playoff hockey for 82 games to prepare us for the postseason. And I wasn't buying it. And we started off bad. We started off so bad. I wasn't buying it. I thought it was, I thought, I thought we dropped the ball. And then somehow, some way, we backed our way into the postseason. And our reward for that was playing the greatest team ever in In the the hundred plus year 
history of the NHL. Most points ever, most wins ever. I was like, man, you know, kind of happy to be here at this point. Kind of just happy to be here. And you know what? Let's let's fuck some shit up. Let's let's let them walk let's away from this brothers. series. We're here to yeah, fuck shit up. Yeah. Let's let them walk away from the series and have people be like, I don't know. I can't tell who won based on the appearance. Uh so we were gonna leave them, you know, with a messed up knee. We we're gonna it was gonna be a brawl. A real you should see the other guy kind of a series. Yeah. Lost the first game three one. Didn't even <laughs> look close. Didn't look close. But won the second game six three. Like, all right, all right. You know, there's life. Going to Florida, going back to sunrise. There's life. Lost both games at home. I was like, geez, it's been a it's been a I can't say it's been a fun season. It wasn't a fun season. At all. Then come from behind four three victory in overtime in Boston at the T D Garden. Yeah, I'm like, okay, you know, extend the series out, you know, then come from behind seven, five victory back home in sunrise. Wow. Did not foresee that seven goals from this team. I don't think they did that once this season. That was, that was spectacular. Going to a game seven, this team gave everything they had. What an effort. Herculean job. You know what, Matthew Kachuk willed them. By the way, after game five, Matthew Kachuk in the post game, not in the post game, but in a uh, team recorded video, like they were just rolling after the game. He was like, hey, it was like a game winning puck. And he was like, I'm leaving this here because we're coming back to this locker room. Hell yeah. So game seven, they were back in that locker room. They got on the ice and they went up 2-0. Got up nice, quick and early. Then they gave away one. Then they gave away two. Then they gave away three. The Bruins took a 3-2 lead in a blink of an eye. Two of those goals in the third period. All hope was lost for this one Panther fan living in Atlanta, Georgia. Sitting there beside myself. I told the lady, I was like, I'm going to watch the last five minutes of this game. You can watch whatever you want on the TV. <laughs> just gotta, just gotta ride out with my guys. <sighs> Didn't look promising. Didn't look promising. Couldn't get anything. Couldn't get anything to go. They were, they were controlling the puck. Went empty net. Desperation move. With about two minutes left in the game, got six skaters out there, and the man I've been saying we need to have a discussion about. For three seasons now, Carter Verhage. Nope, nope, nope. Sorry, Montour. The man, the myth, the Montour was able to get a goal with the empty net in the last one minute and thirty-two seconds. Got a goal in, brought the goalie back out. Bob held it down for the rest of regulation. We go into overtime. And God damn it, we're fighting with everything we got. Tooth and nail, clawing as only Panthers can. And the man I've been saying we need to start a discussion about, need to have a dialogue about for the last three seasons, Carter Verhage shoots one from the right side, past the goalie, past Wayman. Swayman? I don't remember his name. Because he's out of the postseason. And the Florida Panthers go on to win. And just like that, the Florida Panthers move on. 
They actually take game one against Toronto Maple Leafs. The elation in my being at that moment when that goal hits the back of the net. Oh my gosh! I ran around my tiny, tiny apartment. It was, it was stirring. It was moving. It was what you live for. It's why you watch the game. It's why we play the game. And then, yeah, then we went on to uh, Toronto. By the way, Toronto after they beat the Lightning, when we were still down in our series, that, don't you? We were still down. We're going to offend you guys. Don't worry. We wanted you guys, but you know, we'll 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 deal with the the team that beat you guys. Uh, after we were we were down in our series, Brendan. Hold on. Let me let me get this out because I got some for Toronto. We were down in our series. We beat you. They were beating you guys. You know what they were canning? Ball bring on Boston. No. Exactly. They said we want Florida. Meaning, oh, really? we can take on those guys. We don't want Boston. We want oh, to take so on the lower seed. Wow, that's disrespect. It's so, that is supreme that is more disrespectful disrespect. than them saying bring on Boston, assuming exactly. Boston beat you. They're saying no, we want you to win because you garbage. And now you're up one nil. Put four two on them, quick yeah. and easy. What's up now? Speaking of quick, game two tonight. You watching that? Damn right. You're damn right. How many TVs do you have what? in your living room? I have a TV and I have a phone. Oh, okay. Well, the reason <laughs> I ask is because TVs aren't even that expensive. Like, TCLs at Best Buy are like 65 bucks for like 400 yeah. bucks. Yeah, I'm like, Probably. God. Remember when like a big flat screen TV was like $1,000? <laughs> God. Yeah, I got I my TV for like two twenty. It's like I might get. I mean, you guys listening, I don't know if you can see it, but behind me, I've got like a bunch of like artwork from like the different shows I do. I might just take all that down and just put a wall of TVs up. All right, it's let's enough. move it on. We're coming up on the hour. You'll be surprised how quick. And- quick, Neyman hits. Quick hit. Brennan Lamar Jackson finally inked the deal. Uh, about ten more million dollars in Jalen. Um, about 10 more mil in guarantees. Uh, Brennan, it was finally done. It was finally taken care of. He's staying with the Ravens. What were your thoughts when this came, when this news broke? When this news broke, um, I was astounded. Harbaugh was right the whole time. He wasn't worried about anything. He was steadfast in his belief that they would get a deal worked out. I thought for sure, Lamar, We I've been, I've been talking about this on this show for months. Lamar's out. Lamar's gone. Why is no one trading for him? I don't know. The conspiracy theorist to me wants to think maybe it was collusion by the league to get him to stay in Baltimore and not sign that guaranteed contract, fully guaranteed contract with another team. Does like, you know what I mean? Like, I think maybe uh, some owners were like, nobody pick this guy up and give him a fully guaranteed deal. Like he's going to take what we give him. I, I mean, I don't know. But I mean, it's 185 million guaranteed, 260 if he hits all the incentives. So they can't get out of it for another two, two years, three years. Well, three years, yeah, including three this years. coming season. So, uh, yeah, I mean, good for Lamar, good for the Ravens. Now he just has to work on staying healthy for the whole season, especially into the playoffs. I don't think we're going to see anything anymore, though, about like, uh, can he play? Will he play? Won't he play? I think now that he has his fully guarantee and all his money, I think now he'll he's going to be more. Um, averse to putting himself in harm's way more Again, often. his last two injuries were in the pocket. So unless his solution is not playing football, 
the inherent no, risk of injury not, is going to be I'm not talking there. about him not getting hurt. I Like, that comes with... Oh, like, you mean trying to go back and play? Yeah, yeah, that's what uh, I mean. That's what I mean. Well, if they get a training staff worth the salt, I mean... Yeah, then they then won't have sure. to worry about it. But we, we were both on the same page about this. He wasn't paid, so you don't go out there and risk life and limb when you're not no. getting your... Like, absolutely not. But now that he's got the highest contract in NFL history... Maybe he'd be like, all right, well, I've got my money now. So, like, if this gets worse, I'm right. I still don't know about doing that. I mean, I don't shit. I got I've got neurologist bills to prove that I shouldn't have done it. But um, I, I just think of uh, it was the what's I can't remember how many year anniversary, but Isaiah Thomas, the, the game he played after his sister passed away yeah. and he had a hip injury and like forced his way through those playoffs Cost himself probably $80 million. At least. At least. The Celtics like, were talking about giving him a max deal. Yeah, huh? exactly. Million. So it's like he cost himself so much. Like, I can't see somebody being like, yeah, I'm going to go risk everything for the love of the team. Well, that's the thing is like now Lamar is paid. I think the team would be like, this is well, something we invested this a, in. This is a funny thing. So everyone bags on Lamar before because they're like, oh, no heart, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And now he gets paid. And now it'd be interesting to see if the he's team, like, all right, yeah. I'm going to go out there. And the team's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We just invested got a lot invested in you, yeah. my guy. Yeah. <laughs> that would, oh, God, that would be the definition of the fucking hypocrisy that is the NFL. Um, But yeah, no. So look, uh, I think at some point I was going to write a walk off for this, but I didn't. Um, super happy for Lamar. Lamar, I don't know if you know Lamar's story, but I think as a child, he lost both his, uh, I think like it's back to back days or something crazy like that. He lost his dad and his grandma in separate car accidents. Um, and it's been him and his mom the entire time. He went from, he's from where I'm from, Broward County, Pompano Beach. I went to school in that area for like two years. Um, we bust over to Markham. Uh, he is, he was a 32nd pick. He is a kid that has damn near zero off the field concerns. Uh, he has done multiple, he has multiple charities that he is a part of or sponsoring. Um, and Dominique Foxworth had said something I think it was on the um, – he said it on his podcast, but he also said it when he was on the uh, the Bomani Jones – Game Theory with Bomani Jones. He said he was behind Lamar's holdout for as much money he can get, and he has zero sympathy for the owners. And it's weird that people have so many sympathy for the owners because you know what that extra money – that extra money is going to touch so many more lives – in the hand of the player than it would in the hand of the owner. Yeah, I never understood this owner thing. He talked about how um, he he was in the NFL during the uh, the financial crisis of two thousand eight, and he said, "I don't, I can't tell you how many family members I had to help save their houses or help their kids with school, like their." The player's ecosystem is so much larger than the owner who just accrues and stacks money on top of money. They're not doing as much work with actual day-to-day people. Um, 
So I thought that was interesting. And you know what I went and did, Brennan? I calculated uh, 3%, which is the standard amount for an agent. If Lamar sees the end of his contract, all $260 million, $7.8 million he saved by not having an agent. Wow. That's a lot of money. And just so everyone's aware, the agent makes that money off the top from the guaranteed. So Lamar only gets an X amount of dollars for the signing bonus, and then you get you get the money over time. So he doesn't get all 185 right up front. No. But the agent does. The agent does get their percentage right up front. And yeah. you said, I didn't, where's the 3% coming from? Is that standard? For- That's standard for NFL agents. Okay. I was going to say, because in the entertainment industry, I know I have some friends that pay their agent 10, 15, 20%. Yeah. I was about to say it's like 10, but in sports, I think. Because the they, contracts uh, are so higher, so much higher. They dialed it back a while ago. Yeah. Industry standards, like three. Yeah, because entertainment tops you know, off at three. We're talking about, you know, maybe ten to $20,000 in sports you're yeah. talking about. Millions of millions. So yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm super stoked for Lamar. I'm I kind of wanted to see a change of change of scenery. I kind of wanted to see what he could do. In I did too, but staff. But it appears that uh, I mean they made the, the the decision that made it look like they were going to be trying something new. They got rid of Wink Martindale. They brought in Todd Munkin um, from Georgia. They signed Odell. They signed Nelson. Aguilar. All the weapons they brought they, in. They drafted Zay Flowers, who we'll talk about here in a second. So they made the concerted effort that we're going to get weapons on the offensive side. Um, I didn't see the rest of the draft. I don't know if they went drafted any offensive linemen, but uh, as far as weapons are concerned. They took that center last year, too, as the top one in the draft. Yeah. So, all right. Draft time. Brennan. Takeaways from the draft, thoughts, opinions. You were wrong about the Texans and their second pick. They tricked so us all. So I was wrong, good but was thing, I really wrong? Good because thing they I ended didn't up clip trading that. Up. I was going to clip that. And they send ended it up to trading you up for Will Anderson anyway, I was gonna, so was I, was I wrong? Gonna, I was going to clip that and post it on socials like right before the draft, but I was like, eh, I feel like, you know what? It's lying season. That feels like a smoke screen, and boom, CJ Stroud's second pick. I was like, whoo, I saved Brennan a world of uh, getting shit talked. But I'm not I'm not wrong. They still took Will Anderson, <laughs> and they traded the number one pick next year to get him. Very dumb move, by the way. Terrible It move, was idiotic. If you want oh the quarterback, I don't even think CJ Stroud is that guy. So take Will Anderson, too, and then take a quarterback at 14. Like, what are we doing here? Or, or if you think CJ Stroud is that guy because you can't – you can't go out another season with fucking David Dennis Jr. What the fuck is that guy's name? Davis Mills. Uh, take C.J. Stroud and get another defensive player. What their other pick was like, 12 or something? Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. 12, yeah. Like, get yeah, some money at 12. Yeah, you could have taken Will Anderson money. I mean, I don't think he would have been there at 12, but you could get I don't a, think he would have been there at 12, but somebody of somebody Nolan good. Smith, yeah. Um, I, yeah, Nolan Smith would have been there at 12. We know he would have been there at 12. Uh, <laughs> he so, would have been there at 12. <laughs> so, yeah. I was, uh, I was out of order on that. I'm not going to say wrong because they still took Will Anderson with the top pick and, again, gave away their first-round pick next year, which if C.J. Stroud isn't, I don't think he's worth four games his rookie season means they're going to have a top one or two pick next year. And now that's going to go to Arizona. Arizona has seven Arizona, picks in the top 100. I would say Arizona crushed this draft yeah, for they have next six year. Six or seven picks <laughs> in the top 100 next year. It's insane. Um, yeah. 
I wanted to talk about my Jacksonville. Arizona who traded back in to the first round. I know that's crazy. They traded back uh, up. We did. Uh, we did a thing that we don't normally do. We traded down a bunch. That was. Um, I, I loved what you guys did. Yeah, we I acquired a bunch. A bunch of picks. Uh, we took an offensive tackle uh, with our first pick, twenty-eight overall, which is good. Um, Anton Harrison, I didn't know a lot about because he's not one of the top five tackles in the draft, but still, Cam Robinson, you know, suspended. Oh, somebody, now. I was about to say, somebody about to get suspended. Okay, Cam Robinson's going to be suspended for PEDs. We have that. Uh, what's his name? The kid out of Stanford, the big old white kid. I forget his name, uh, but he'll be starting at left tackle, and then Harrison will probably plug in at right tackle since we got rid of Jawan Taylor. Um, but yeah, addressed everything we needed to address: tight end, tackle, uh, offensive. Uh, excuse me, outside linebacker, which is in defensive ends, which we take every year. Every year we take two or three of them, and every year they don't pan out. It seems like uh, Trayvon Walker, case in point. Uh, but he had a good season. Not a sacks guy. No, he's not. I mean, you're right. He's uh, it's the Jadavian Clowney thing all over again. Yeah. He's a run stopper. He literally makes you have to respect him on the defensive line, but because he doesn't get flashy plays, everyone thinks he's garbage. It's the tackles for loss that make me a little nervous. Um, mm. But, uh, yeah, so I was really happy with the draft for the Jags. I'm not taking an L. If anything, I'll take a, a draw on the Texans thing because I ended up being right about that. <laughs> it was just flip-flop. Uh, and, yeah, what do you, do you think about your Eagles who fucking won the draft? And uh, the we'll, we'll, and- we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that. In a second. I just wanted to shout out a couple of things. Brandon, you know what was random? You know, Not it was random, but, you know, something happened in this draft that I think is a little bit of progress that it wasn't even discussed that much. Two black and I didn't even realize it. I didn't even realize it until somebody sent me a text message about it. And I was watching the draft with two other black guys. Um, that's mostly who I hang out with in Atlanta. I'm in Atlanta, come on. Hang out with a bunch of white guys. Do that on Zoom enough. Um, I feel like that's a personal attack. Yeah, it was a couple shots. Uh, not just I'm two. I'm the only former Division one, one athlete you hang out with, so I'll take <laughs> that's it. That's true. Not just two black guys, one, two. Three black quarterbacks were the top four picks. And I didn't even think... It didn't even register with me until somebody Progress. sent me a tweet. I was like, "Wow, wow!" That didn't even didn't even didn't even click, Brendan. I'd have to run the numbers, but I think more than a quarter, if not close to forty percent or half of the starting quarterbacks at some point next season will be black. Progress. My God, do you want to hear the most ironic thing about all of it? What's uh, in my opinion, as Will Levis was the guy one on Zoom in the you hang out with, um, <laughs> I think it's super cool that the number one pick, I don't know if cool is the right word, progress, the number one pick was not so 10 years ago, 15 years, no, 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 15 years ago, you would say you would take a black quarterback because they're bigger and stronger and faster, and that's why you would take a black quarterback because mm. then you can run the option. The number one pick in this draft was a black quarterback. None of the stereotypical yeah. reasons why you would take a black True. quarterback. I it's think all the he can process progress. well. He yeah, can go through exactly, his progressions. He exactly. reads the field. He understands the defense. That to me means so much more than all the code words that they use. Means so, so much more to me than yeah. the fact that it's not that, the he's a freak athlete. Yeah, because <laughs> that's 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 you know Robinson is the is the one who tested off the charts and all this yeah. kind of stuff. But the fact that they take Bryce Young and it's all 
he's not the biggest guy. He's not the fastest guy. He's not the strongest guy, but he's he's good process. He's accurate. He's basically yeah. It's it, it was awesome. I think that that yeah. that's that's awesome. Um, two things: Bijan Robinson and Jameer Gibson. Gibbs. Jameer yeah. Gibson. Uh, did not foresee two running backs going. The Gibson near. was weird to me. That one threw me off. Did not see two running backs going in the first round, let alone uh, top 15 picks. The funny thing about Detroit is Detroit, if they don't make that trade with uh, the Cardinals, they can get Bijan Robinson at six. That's the thing, though. They didn't want Bijan. Uh, Bijan's a uh, standard running back. And uh, not standard, obviously. He's fantastic. But uh-huh. Bijan is a banger running back. Okay. Gib- Gibson is more of a McCaffrey type, Alvin Kamara oh, okay. type. Oh, okay. they, want, they want a weapon. They want a weapon, not a running back. Bijan Robinson, while he is number one with a bullet point, the best running back, uh, Gibson is definitely a, a weapon in this draft. Keep saying Gibson, Gibbs, 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 Gibbs. Uh, I thought you form? said Gibson earlier because I was. Like, I, I might have. I might have. Yeah, I messed I was like, up. I, is, I've always called. I always uh, heard it as Gibbs. I was getting confused with the first name, man. I wasn't even concerned with the second name at that point. <laughs> um, I love the fact that the Packers and the Jets, both of Aaron Rodgers' teams, both did the same thing. They went yep. defense instead of going offense. So nothing's changed in. Packerland and the Jets aren't giving him what he wants, but they went and signed Randall Cobb. So, hey, uh, uh, the uh, Packers did take offense with their next three picks. Yeah, they went. They got like two tight ends though. It was like, what the fuck are you doing? Hey, it's a deep tight end class. But um, shout out to Will Mallory going to the Colts. Uh, the Eagles. All right, on to the Eagles. Yeah, the U baby, Will Mallory. Shout out. Um. Wish you were a little better. Let's uh, uh, not the play the season. The Eagles won it. The Eagles were somehow able to... Mind you, mind you, I'm sitting... I'm at my place watching the draft. My buddy said they wanted to come over. Uh, one is a Raider fan. Other, a Falcon fan. Pick one, two, three, four happens. And we're like, oh, snap. All right, pretty cool. All right. Wow, Jaylen, like how far is Jalen Carter gonna fall? Seattle's going. It's like ah, Seattle. Seattle loves like one of these guys with quote Projects. unquote character issues. You know, it's Pete, Pete Carroll loves a guy like that. Yeah, I'm like oh, Pete Carroll, come on. They go with a corner. Like oh, you know what they like. You know, they also like corners. They they they're building their defense from the outside in. Okay, all right. Uh. Cardinals uh, at that time, Detroit. Oh my gosh, can you imagine Detroit having Jalen Carter, Naden Hutchinson on the same line? Who's gonna be gangbusters? They trade, they give that pick to the Cardinals. I'm like, okay, Cardinals have to do something offensive here because they may lose D Hop. They got to go offensive line to protect their investment. So I don't think they're gonna pick them. They don't. Raiders. Oh man, the Raiders. Eh, could they? Get guys with character issues right now. It's kind of dicey. But, I mean, it's still the Raiders. They go DN. They go DN out of Texas Tech. Tyree Wilson. Tyree Wilson is not completely clean on that character issue sheet. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) But, (laughs) yeah. I go. Then the Falcons. And it's like, I'm looking at my buddy. At this time, the Eagles are still 10, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I look at my buddy. I'm, he's like, "Ooh, Jalen Carter to the Falcons." I was like, 
I don't know. This might be one of them situations where uh, you don't want to have the hometown kid too close to home, like because like everything that happens like right there. He was like, ah, you just want Jalen Carter. I was like, nah, I really want Bijan at 10. Like, that would be ideal for me because we mm-hmm. need a running back. And then Bijan names get read by the Falcons. And I'm like, great player, bad pick. Uh, Bijan at that spot, I felt like, would be more of a luxury pick versus a centerpiece to a team. Because if we learn anything in recent history, it's really hard to have your team centered around a running back yep um yeah we've seen it with the uh, the titans you can only get so far doing that if you can't get the right quarterback you can only do that with the cowboys with zeke elliott um todd Gurley. like the list kind of goes on and on that way uh saquon barkley like you gotta have a quarterback gotta have a quarterback before you get the running back uh then the eagles go to pick and i'm like uh, the, then Still the Eagles the make board. a trade yep. with the with the Chicago Bears to go up one. And I'm like, because uh, the Bears were going to take him. I, I don't think so, actually. But because if they were, why would they make the trade? Because you can get more. I, I don't think they were in love with him. I think they wanted. A, I think. Let me rephrase it. I think, I think they the wanted to told everyone they were going to take him. Exactly. Exactly. I think they wanted an offensive tackle because you got again, like the Cardinals, you got to protect your asset. Um, yeah, 100%, especially in that situation. But the thing, the great thing was the Eagles have so much draft capital that they were, okay, we'll give you a fourth round pick. We'll make that up somewhere else. Um, and the Eagles jumped up one spot to get Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter will now be paired on the defensive line with Jordan Davis, his college teammate. He'll be paired with Nicobe Dean. Um, and then he'll be paired with Fletcher, legends like Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham and Hargrave. And he'll be surrounded by a lot of grown men who will help him figure out this transition and help him make his way into the NFL. So that was the first, whoa, wow, Eagles got a steal. How Can do I touch on that point real quick? Up? Go for it. A lot of people were like, oh, it's going to be a lot of the same guys from Georgia. I don't know. I mean, taking the veterans out of it because the Eagles have a ton of veterans. Lane Johnson and, like you said, Fletcher Cox, they're not going to let him get away with that bullshit. But I think the fact that the issues about his practice and work ethic were as big issues as they were. And then they go, oh, well, now he's in a locker room with a lot of the Georgia players. I don't think that's a good thing because these are the same players that let him get away with it at Georgia. But I just wanted to put that out there. A lot of people are saying all these Georgia players on the same team is a, is like a benefit for continuity. Well, I, I don't, I'd I don't, say, I'd say, hold on. Were these issues brought up this year or the year prior? They've been an issue since he's been at Georgia. Okay. Kyle not showing up say, to practice, showing up late, not going to meetings, stuff like that. Uh, well, I, I I think he's going to be put in the right place. Yeah, I think Fletcher <laughs> Cox is not going to I think he'll be fine. But anyway, uh, and then, yeah, continue. I'm sorry. Speaking of Georgia. So, man, Nolan Smith is the next big name on the board. And we're like, okay, where is he going to fall? Where is he going to fall? Um, There's no way you could have thought you were going to get him. Dude. He keeps falling, keeps falling. We were texting, we get, we're like, maybe the Jacks, the Jacks straight out. I was like, what is get, happening? We get down to we get down to 20. My buddy's like, I'm not leaving until he gets drafted. I'm like, all right. I was like, let's see. Um, so we get down to 20. And 
the uh again i'm like okay seahawks i mean malcolm smith you know uh, malcolm yeah malcolm smith um they, they've had a lot of they've had a lot of linebackers that are very good they go receiver they stack up on receiver they got dk they got tyler lockett and they got jackson smith jigba i'm like okay next is the uh the chargers i'm like all right chargers I can see them going receiver. I can see them going defense, like best player on the board at that point. I'm like, basically, and but in my head, I'm like, they're either going to go Zay Flowers because they have two gigantic receivers already, uh, two big dudes in uh, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. So a slot guy, they go for, I said, they go for Zay Williams or they go for Nolan Smith. And then the Ravens, Go for the next one. They went and got a TCU receiver, Quentin Johnston. I was like, whoa, did not see that coming. Okay. So I was like, all right. So then the Ravens are going to go. I was like, the Ravens get the pick of the litter. They get to either pick Zay Flowers or they pick Nolan Smith. Either way, I think they're in a good situation. They went Zay Flowers. I'm like, all right, cool. I was like, man. Uh, And then it was the, then it was the, um, the Vikings, I was like, okay, if the Vikings don't pick him, Howie has to get on the phone, call up Dougie Fresh, and be like, dog, yeah. <laughs> you don't want this kid out of Georgia. You see now Tavon Walker. Man. I'm just going off Brandon's assessment. Brandon's assessment. And so let us Brandon. get that guy. Like, let, let us get that guy. Um, but they make a trade with the Giants. And I'm like, ah. I have all this in my text chain, by the way. What if what, that would have been hilarious if we would have traded with the Giants and, and then gave them him? I was like, ah, him. I was like, damn, this is you Micah sure Parsons there, all right? over yeah. again. I was like, this is Mike all over again. We make the trade and then they get the guy that I want. I was like, ah, oh, man. I was like, uh, well, you know, them, them the breaks. We can't win them all. We can't win them all. And then they get a cornerback out of Maryland. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, okay. Howie, get on the phone again because the Jags just went one pick back. A trade alert comes up again. I'm like, all right, Eagles, fucking Bills. I'm like, God dang it. The Eagles had just taken one of the Bills linebackers, or he might have been a safety. So I was like, ah, they're going to want to replenish their linebacking core. So they'll get him. And then a team that has Dawson Knox, who not great, but not bad, like a very good mid, you know, yeah, upper second class. tier. Yeah. yeah, I was a second tier uh, tight end. They went and get Dalton Kincaid, and I'm like, holy shit! But then I'm like, I don't think the Cowboys are gonna get him because the Cowboys already got Micah, and they aren't like us where we want to stack up on strengths. The Cowboys don't. They get a D tackle. Well, yeah, they need. I have never heard of. Um, <laughs> And then it's the Jags pick. And I'm like, the Jags aren't going to do it because they just got Tavon Walker last year. Jags don't do it. I'm like, all Trayvon. right. Who did I say? Tavon. There's no. Oh, argument. sorry. Um, I was like, all Some right. Got to wait through two picks. Got to get through these two picks. Got to hope that the Bengals don't get them. And got to hope that the Saints don't get them. I was like, if they don't get them, I think we're going to get them. The Bengals went DN. I was like, whew. Saints went D-tackle. I was like, oh my fucking goodness. Are they going to let us get away with highway robbery? And then 
I have to wait because the fucking NFL draft is a circus. And for some fucking reason, dude perfect is up there with the lovely Miss Kelsey. And they're flipping coins and shit. And I'm like, can we get on with this, guys? Yeah, it's turned into a whole thing now. And then Miss Kelsey reads that the Philadelphia Eagles, with the 30th pick in the NFL draft, select Nolan Line Smith back. out of Georgia. Linebacker out of Georgia. Sorry, linebacker Nolan Smith out of Georgia. And I exploded with euphoria. On. Real. Don't know how we were able to get these two guys in the draft. What a steal. Similar to last year where Nicobe Dean, we were able to get Jordan Davis and Nicobe Dean fell away to the third round. We were able to pick him up. Um, Nicobe so Dean, I, I stand by that, is going. I don't know if you're being. He's going to be he's great. Going he's to going be a great to be player. great player. Um, and you, I think it's similarly, and I said this last year actually, similarly to how uh, the Ravens, the Ravens put two gigantic men in front of. Uh, Ray Lewis, who at that time was considered a smaller linebacker, and that helped open up the seas for him. Mm-hmm. You have now Jordan Davis, Fletcher Cox. You got <laughs> Jalen Carter. You have a sea of gigantic men who will just open up lanes for our linebacking core, and I think we are going to eat defensively. Um, not to mention you still got Javon Hargraves on the edge coming off who – was a what a ten plus sack season, yeah. and Brandon Graham who had a ten plus sack season. We have platoon on top of Wait, Hargraves isn't there anymore, isn't Hargraves gone? Sorry, you're right. Hargrave is gone. Who am I thinking of? Uh, the- fuck, homie that came from Arizona. It's killing me now. He was hurt, wasn't he? No, Hassan Riddick. Sorry, yes, Riddick. Hassan Riddick. Uh, so not Hargrave. only do we have Brandon Graham was hurt. Brandon Graham was hurt the year prior. Not only do we have platoons on the line, we have platoon at the linebacking position as well. Um, this is going to be a dangerous team. We were able to also, in the course of this draft, get a running back, which we needed uh, via trade that I called as soon as uh, Gibbs, or Gibson as I call him, went to the Lions. Uh, the uh, reports already came out that the, uh, the DeAndre Swift agent was looking for trade partners and i said eagles next running back here we go and then the day later the trade goes through and he's an eagle uh funny thing he's from from philadelphia (laughs) no i didn't know that yeah he's from philadelphia he just ended up going to georgia he was that good he was (laughs) um, that's actually true because i was saying when you're from up north places like (laughs) no you're absolutely right so Uh, the Eagles are going to win it all. So yeah, you know, we don't even need to play first. the season. Dude, we're at an hour 25. We've gone a little long this week. Oh, sorry, I had to detail my hockey experience and my draft experience. So. All right, Fulham lost. One oh, now. shit. And we'll bring you the press conference in. Yeah, MLB is happening, and Fulham lost uh, not 1-0. It was, uh, well, Liverpool we lost 1-0 one one last night. Yeah, you're right. To Liverpool, but we also lost two one to uh, uh, two to losses. Man City. Oh, Man City, that was the yeah. one. I thought that dude played for PS uh, for one of the Paris teams, the Holland guy. No, 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 no. Erling is a Man City monster. Okay, um, so wait, who's the team? Mbappe has-, has PSG. Mbappe, Neymar, and Messi. That's what it is. Okay, yeah. I was like, I know there's like three all stars on one team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, the thing that sucked about that loss was not only did we lose, but Tim Ream got hurt. 
broke yeah, his, broke. I think his arm or his shoulder. And then uh, Andrea Pereira, who was our uh, effectively our 10 for the entire season, also suffered an ankle injury, both requiring surgery. Both have had surgery now. But in, other, in good news, uh, I think going into that game, we had already um, – it was already mathematically 100% now that we were not going to get relegated regardless. So. No relegation, baby. So, yeah. so We're in. We're up. We're up. We're staying up. We're going to. At this point, it's just how much more money can we gleam? Uh, these were. This was probably one of the tougher weeks for us with both of those teams. Um, I think we have a couple cupcakes coming up here shortly. And then we're going to get Metro for the last three games of the season. So Let's do it, uh, baby. Let's, let's get Paycheck, baby. And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. All right. You can follow me on all social media at Brennan T Comedy. Check out my one man show, Brennan T. Oh, at Brennan at patreon.com slash Brennan Tassif. Uh, the website, brennantcomedy.com. Merch store is there. Everything's there. Check out my other podcast. Brennan Tassif is your ex-drinking buddy. I have guests on. We talk about their best and worst drinking drug, getting in trouble, and partying stories. Joe. Uh, apparently, with breaking news, we got a bit of a Pete Rose situation going I on with it. Alabama's baseball coach. Yeah, that's what I almost brought it up, but track. I was like, we barely talk baseball. Yeah, not especially not college baseball. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, you can check me out on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorva. You can check out this show's Twitter and Instagram at Cheering Press. Uh, I'm working on a film and documentary. If you want to learn more about that, head over to loadedforbear.com. No, sorry. Loadedforbear.com. I can't Gosh. believe I almost corrected you on your own show. It's like the second time. Second time. Bro. Loadedforbear.com. Uh, for F-O-R, not the number. Um You'll understand why it's confusing because the socials we had to use the number. Anyways, uh, check that out. Support if you can. Donate if you can. Uh, something me and my buddy have been working on for. He's been working on for like four years. I've been working on for like three years. He got he, he recruited me in 2020. Um, so, yeah. Uh, check out all the other shows on the network. At a new low.co. Who does a podcast where we rip to shred cats um and a new low the big show and misbehavior journal club which i still think haven't posted a show in a while gotta go check that contract see if they're still around uh anyways brennan get me out of here because your boy's tired hungry and sleepy all right and that's why we Two play of those the things game are the same thing man that's how tired you are <laughs> hello hello shout out Tori Bowie, Olympic gold uh, gold medalist. R.I.P. R. R.